quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hello, I'm back and we're going to talk about special time. One of my favorite tools in the realm of connective parenting, it really is the backbone of, um, I think, the entire program. It's not the only thing. And I think sometimes people believe that if you're doing special time, that that is connective parenting. That if you do your special time every day, that you are being a connected parent. You definitely are being a connected parent if you're doing special time. However, you do have to use all the other tools and you have to discontinue the use of punishments and rewards. So connective parenting, if only done in little tiny bite-sized pieces, if you're only choosing this piece and that piece and the other piece, will not fully come to fruition unless all the pieces are there. And one of the most important pieces is special time. And I love special time. And I also loathe special time. (laughs) I find um, it feels hard and arduous to commit to slowing down. It feels hard and arduous to commit to relinquishing your to-do list, to relinquishing your responsibilities, to, I used to say to myself, but when I do special time, my environment keeps talking to me. (laughs) Like I could see things when I'm playing with the kids, especially when they were little, I would sit on the floor and play with the kids, but I could see things happening in my environment. Like, oh my gosh, there's, there's dirt on that wall over there. Oh my gosh, the dishes, I can see them. They're coming out of the sink. Uh, Somebody left a muddy shoe. Like I was so preoccupied with what was going around in my environment that I couldn't sink into my special time. So I think that is even more of a reason to do it because if we're that distracted and worried about all the things that are going on in our world, that is what we are emoting to our kids. Our kids also feel that we're distracted and preoccupied with our outside world so much so that we can't settle and sit into our world with them. And that isn't something that they probably could call you out on or really notice. Although I've had little kids say, get off your phone, mom. I've had my kids say that too, even my older kids. So we really want to pause in our life. We want to pause and say, I am going to take a moment for my child And I'm going to take a moment for myself and I'm going to take a moment for this relationship. And I am going to dedicate this pause to the relationship I share with my child. And a lot of people will say to me, I don't have time. I can't, I don't, I don't have time to do special time. We have activities and I have things to do and I'm busy and I've got two kids or I've got three kids and my husband's never here. My wife is always working or we both work and we don't have time to do it. Hmm. I think we owe it to our kids, to ourselves, to our relationships to do it. And a lot of my clients be like, every day? What do you mean I have to do it every day? If we can't dedicate 15 or 20 minutes to each of our children every day, 
we probably need to reevaluate our schedule and that we are trying to do too much or we are over-concerned about productivity or cleanliness or organization or whatever the things that come up for you that tell you that you're not able to spend this time with your children, that we probably need to readjust our situation and that that resistance to doing it is telling you something. And you need to sink in there and think, what is that resistance telling me about myself, my situation, my children, the relationship, my the way in which I run my house, the way in which I run my family, what is it telling me? Because if we can't get that short amount of time, then we have to reevaluate. Now, there are some people that work a lot, right? We have parents that are out of town working a lot and I get it. So we do it when we can, if we're away, we really do. And I don't want you to feel like, okay, well, if I don't do it every day, then I'm failing. That's not true either. We try to do it as much as we can. But if we don't change our mindset around it, if we keep saying, no, I don't, I can't, it's too hard, I'm not, no, no, no. If we have this resistance, right? This thought, resistance thought, then of course it's never gonna happen. But if you tell yourself, yeah, I'm gonna try to do it. I'm gonna do it as much as I can, when I can. I'm gonna dedicate myself to do it. I'm not gonna tell myself I have to be perfect around it, but I want to make it part of my parenting pedagogy and practice. And if you do that, then you can absolutely make it happen. The other thing with special time is that some people will tell me, oh, I do special time, but then when I stop, my kid has a like, total tantrum. And I get that. And it goes back to this idea of scarcity. So if you don't have, if you're not doing it enough, and that's another reason why I encourage people to do it as often as you can, because then you don't get these big tantrums and upsets. Because when it's scarce, then for a child, it feels like, oh no, don't stop. Please don't stop. I never get this. I really like this. I want, I want to keep playing with you. And if your kid really wants to keep playing with you and every time they're having a major meltdown, that tells you something, right? What does that tell you? Does it tell you your child is bad or that they just want what they want or that they're dysregulated? I don't think so. I think it tells you they need connection. They're craving it. They're desiring it. And so we have to supply it to them so that they don't go to this place of scarcity and needing it so badly. So this 20 minutes of play every day, that's the goal, right? 20 minutes of one-on-one play with your child every day, one-on-one play. It is not reading books at night. Sorry, guys. I know. It is not taking your child on the errand to the grocery market. Those are all great. Those are amazing. You should do all those things. This is different. This is dedicated time where a child is in charge. And why do we put the child in charge? Because we're in charge all the time. And our children desire to be in charge. They desire autonomy. They desire to tell us what to do. And so we make sure it is something that they want to do. And we don't lead them like, oh, do you want to do this? Would you like to read books before bed? Could we make that special time? You don't also start playing and then say, oh, this is special time. No, we have to announce it. We have to say, hey, after dinner, we're going to have special time. 20 minutes for you, 20 minutes for your brother. We're going to have special time. And you start thinking about what you want to do. And some kids can't figure it out. I don't know what I want to do. Everything's boring. I only want to do electronics. I try to say no electronics, but sometimes I allow an electronics here and there because it garners me some goodwill. And I try as a rule not to use that as, as the special time thing. But you let them lament. You let them use their time to figure out what they want. And if they use too much time and you don't have a special time, now you got to listen to the feelings around that. 
but it's a process, ladies and gentlemen. It is a process. Special time isn't something that, you know, it could be you come to it and it just works perfectly, but it could be a thing where your child needs to figure out what they want to do. And if they don't figure out what they want to do, this is an amazing opportunity for them to figure out who they are, what they like, what they desire. And if you stop doing it and stop trying to do it because you're running into a roadblock, are you forfeiting this opportunity for them to actually dive into their psyche and figure out who they are and what they want? Is this a good opportunity for learning in a very organic, you know, authentic way? So we've got those two ideas. Now we've got this idea of giving this as a gift to our children. We're gifting them this time where we are not distracted. We are saying, this is your time for you and I to hang out, for us to be united, for our limbic systems to connect. I am your servant. I am going to do whatever you want to do. I am going to be silly and fun and I'm going to have a great time doing it. Some people will report to me, my kid doesn't really want to do special time with me. And the first question I ask is, are you fun? Are you making it fun? Are you into it? Are you asking questions? Are you just like, oh, we're going to do special time. And sometimes kids resist, even if you are fun. So that isn't always the case. But it might be something something to consider. Being fun, being engaged, and you know, really gifting this time to them because you're giving them this gift, right? Before we continue, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. Their support lets us keep bringing you the show completely free. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. ByHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. ByHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Now, back to the show. Special time helps with all kinds of things. Special time especially helps what I notice, what my, my clients report to me, what people report to me all the time is that special time helps with cooperation over time because you are cooperating with them 
in this special time, right? You're giving them your cooperation. You're doing what they ask and they will reciprocate over time. Will it happen the first time you do it or the second time you do it or the third time you do it? No. If you do it three times a month, are you going to get a lot of cooperation? Probably not. This is why I say every day, special time gives you more time. It's amazing. It's miraculous. It gives you more time because you have more cooperative children. You also have children that get along better. If a child is better connected to their adult person, they get along with the little people. They get along with their siblings. They get along with their friends. They also get along with their grandparents and other people in their lives because their brains are doing better. They feel linked to us. They feel connected, prefrontal online. But it's a beautiful, gorgeous thing. This is why I love special time so much. It's such an intricate and complex, tiny 20-minute time that makes a big impact in, in a relationship. Think about it. When you have, a, I always like to back to our own relationships. If you have a best friend, what is it that makes your relationship, you and your best friend? I know for me, it's spending time. I want to spend time with my best friend so I can be in this incredible relationship that we have cultivated, but that relationship developed by spending one-on-one time with this person. Why would it be any different with a child? Sure, we live in the same house, but if we are so busy in this house, cooking and cleaning and working and doing and activitying, is that a word? I don't know. We're going to make it a word. And sporting and schooling. And we're not really spending that one-on-one time. Are we really cultivating a relationship or are we just doing tasks? Are we just checking things off the box? Are we just getting through the day? I want to be with the people that I love and care about. And if we aren't with them now when they're in our house, will they want to seek out our connection when they're out of it? Will they want to return to special time, so to speak, when they're 25, 26, 28? Will they want to come home and be with us? Or will they think, ah, so harried, it's so busy, it's so too much? Or will my parents slow down and be with me? Will they talk to me? Will they interact with me? Will they let me be in control? So that's a whole another idea that we're gifting this, that it helps with cooperation, that we're giving them the control so that they will also give us the control when we need it. That's the cooperation piece. And then the scarcity. If it's too scarce, it becomes problematic. It can actually really backfire if it's too scarce. And a lot of people tell me like, I don't want to do special time. It's horrible. Like my kid cries every single time. And I say to them, do more. (laughs) Sorry, everybody, but just do more. You'll get through it. But head first, rip the bandaid off. Do more. You got this. You can do it. I know you can. And then the other gripe is, I don't have time. If you don't have time, like I said, we have to really lean into that idea. Like, why? Why don't you have time? It really helps me feel good. I hate to say that it's just for the kids. It's not. It's also for us. I feel more endeared to my child when I see them in this like beautiful play light, right? And this where I'm allowing them this control and I'm seeing more of their personality come out and their creativity come out and their, their exuberance come out and their zest for whatever it is they're doing. And it helps me see their personality and who they are. And it helps me feel more loving toward them, really. 
I think that's also just a little tangent. I think that's also what not using punishments does, to be honest. When I don't use punishments and when I only use connection, I feel more endeared to my child. I feel more loving toward my child. When I use punishments and threats and bribes and ridicule and yelling and the things that I try not to use, I feel hardened to my child. I feel like it's easier to be harsh with somebody who I'm constantly being harsh with, but with somebody who I feel endeared to and linked to and limbic systems linked. And I feel loving toward them because I'm spending this beautiful time with them. It's easier for me to be kind and be connected and not to use harshness. And I think special time creates that opportunity to feel those things and to dive deeply into those things. And so I I would say that special time also helps me stay away from punishments. It's all very linked together, everyone. Also, you can use special time with teenagers and adults. You don't necessarily have to call it special time because sometimes you might get a little pushback. You can also call it anything you want to be like, oh, we've got, you know, hangout time or, oh, we've got like mommy daughter time or whatever it is you want to call it. But I think with teenagers, you not necessarily want to call it special time, but it's so cute. My oldest will just say, mommy, can you hang out with me? Can you eat with me? Can you do this with me? She really asks because we've created that like space that has been going on for 13 years. So it's like, she's asking me to hang out now. She's asking, and I think little kids do this too, but she's continuing to, and she's nearly 18. And so they want the connection with us. They want to feel bonded to us. They want to feel that closeness. And, you know, it's, not just for little kids. If you have the 12-year-old or the 11-year-old, get in their room. What are you doing? Can I hang out with you? What's happening in here? I want to hang out. Let me sit next to you. Is that okay? What, what's happening? They, and sometimes the 12-year-old, 11-year-olds that age will say, no, get out. Don't bother me. Ah, and I'll be like, okay, I'm going, but I'm coming back. I'll be back later because I want to hang with you. I don't say no. I don't take no for an answer. I don't take it personally. I don't get wounded. I don't get upset. I just try again and again and again until I can get in there. I ask for hugs. I ask if I can just snuggle up right here next to them. I ask if I can sit on their bed. I don't, you know, I don't do it unless I'm, I'm granted permission, but I keep asking and I keep coming back and I keep you know, bidding for some sort of connection. So you don't have to be six years old to do special time or your kid doesn't have to be six years old to do special time. Your kid can be 16 years old to do special time, but you don't have to call it that. It's an integral part of feeling connected in a relationship. I can't emphasize enough how much I adore special time. I also, you know, I'm not naive. It gets tedious. I've talked about this in other podcasts, but I mean, I've had to jump on the trampoline at six in the morning for a year, I think, in the freezing cold, not freezing cold, it's LA, but still it was cold for me. I've, and I had to pee every single time. I mean, it was like ridiculous. I've had to bake goo for a month or two with Pia. I've had to ride bikes when I don't want to and go swimming when I haven't wanted to and do mud pies when I haven't wanted to. And like, and I'm just not in the mood for doing these things. Like I just didn't want to do them. And I was told a million times, you're not playing, you're not playing right, mommy. You're not doing the voices right. You're not, that's not what they do. 
you know? And I've been told like, you're not holding the baby right and you don't do this. And I think if you're getting into some of that stuff too, that that's normal because kids want to correct you because maybe they've been overcorrected. So they're playing out this idea of being overcorrected in their special time. So sometimes special times becomes therapeutic where they're working out a certain, you know, upset or a stress or an anxiety for them. They're working it out. Very interesting what will come up in special time if you do it enough. That's why I try to say every day, I know it's not easy. I get it, but you can do it. I know you can. I have a special time guide. I'm going to link it here in the notes so you can download it for all the rules. There's also another special time episode somewhere, season one. You can listen to that one too. Probably some similar information, but probably some more too. And I'm so glad you joined me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. If you have not joined us for one of our three-day events, we have one coming up called Unplugged. And it is three days of connection. We're going to talk about teens. We're going to talk about self-regulation. We're going to talk about stress and anxiety. We also have a 30-day challenge, which is part of the VIP as part of this offer, where we will go with you for 30 days on your parenting journey. We'll give you little reminders. You get four weeks of group coaching with me, and you also get to attend the Q&As after each one of the sessions. All right. I hope you join. Put the link, show notes. Thanks for joining us on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'll see y'all next time. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.